Good evening, Sports Zonians. How's everybody doing out there tonight? I am Mike Aglia-Loro. I am your host for this is Sports Zone. Recording with you live like we do it each and every week here via the I-95 Sports and Entertainment Radio Network. We got a good show for you tonight. We'll be joined by Dave Hastings and Eric Tressler in a matter of moments. We hope everybody is safe and sound wherever you are, wherever you're listening to us. And we thank you for listening to us. Whether you're listening to us live or you're listening to us on the, uh, the rebroadcast, of course, we are rebroadcast and redistributed through all our various podcasting outlets. So whether you'd come to us through Google Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the other outlets you can listen to us on, we definitely thank you for joining with us. And let's face it, one way or another, we are going to have a lot to talk to you about tonight. Uh, Obviously, last week, the show went off a little off the rails, uh, our 200th episode. And as I said last last week, if you've listened to us for any length of time, uh, I'd say that was pretty on brand. Hopefully we stay a little more to the script tonight, as it were. But obviously we'll be talking about everything that's been going on with NFL free agency. We'll talk about uh, the, the signings and trades that maybe we didn't get a chance to talk about last week. Uh, the news that has broken last week, Cam Newton just got released earlier today, uh, which, you know, not really a surprise after some of the moves that they have made over the last week or so. We talked about Tom Brady uh, joining the New England Patriots last week. Teddy Bridgewater went to the Panthers, which which led to Cam Newton's release. Uh, they also signed uh, the the first crossover player to come over from the, the new XFL, P.J. Walker, signed with the Carolina Panthers. So Cam Newton is now free agent. Like I said, we talked about Tom Brady. Going, uh, leaving the Patriots last week, going to the Buccaneers. Cowboys have made some moves over the last week. Of course, they lost Byron Jones to the Miami Dolphins in free agency. They signed Haha Clayton Clinton Dix, the safety, and you know we'll talk about uh, as many of the other free agent moves as we can get to tonight. And of course, you know it, it's it's funny to me because you know football is kind of moving along as it normally is. Obviously. We have no real basketball news to speak of. Uh, there is no baseball news going on, really. Um, no March Madness, no nothing like that. And still, no matter what is going on, because you look at baseball, you think, all right, now is the perfect time <coughs> for players because we were talking a few weeks ago about all the injuries that wind up coming out of spring training. We talked about the Yankees, whether it's Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton. Let's have Michael Conforto on the shelf. So, you know, it's like, all right, you know, as much as it sucks that there's no baseball right now, uh, we, we, you know, you're able to use this time to get healthy for the season. Of course, leave it to the Mets. Uh, it was just announced earlier today that Noah Syndergaard is out for the season whenever it starts uh, due to having a torn UCL and he will need Tommy John surgery. So leave it to the Mets. To be the only team that has the worst news on the planet, we ain't even counting Chris Hill in this argument because we kind of knew that was inevitable. But we'll get to that later. Right now, we are joined by Dave Hastings. Dave, how you doing tonight? Doing all right, Mike. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I'm I'm hanging in. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I I you know, 
I'm one of the fortunate ones who who doesn't have to work but gets paid for it right now. So I'm I'm good with that for the moment. And uh, not having to go to my job, I'm perfectly fine with it for the moment. How about you? Uh, I'm one of those people that still have to work all day and every day. I just happen to do it from my house. Well, I mean, that's that's good. It's working from your house. You don't have to deal with the drive or anything. So you got that going for you. I'm already at the I'm missing traffic, my friend. Really? Well, you think about it. You spend 8.30 to 5 on your couch working, and then it's 5.01, your work day's done, and guess where you are? The same yeah. place in the entire day that you've been working. Well, I mean, that's fair, but, I mean, you could always crack open a beer if you want to, and you don't have to travel too far. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really the biggest drinker during the during the week. I hold my uh, I hold my drinker for the weekends. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I, I do get your point. I do get your point, and it is my sleep until like eight o'clock instead of six thirty. So uh, absolutely, absolutely. So hopefully, Eric should be joining us within the next few minutes. But you know, last week, as I said, the the, the show kind of went off to the the rails. Uh, we don't really have to revisit the why, but we didn't really get a chance to talk about a lot of the NFL free agents that were on the move a lot of the deals we talked about a few of them talked about a handful of them some other news has obviously come out over the last week or so and i'll let you kind of pick where you want to start off with tonight uh, i mean just being a cowboys fan i think the retirement of travis frederick is mm. sad as a cowboy um he's been nothing short of a Pro bowler or all pro for his entire NFL career. Um, I mean, a lot of us, a lot of Cowboys fans, myself included, kind of questioned Dallas taking him. With, I think it was like the 30th pick or something like that they had that year. It was, um, it was one of your best rants at the time. Because I, I remember when you did that on the show. Like, I don't think I was there that day. But that was a very funny clip, and the sentiment was definitely – it was definitely warranted at the time, but man, would you ever thought that turned out the way it did? No, but I'm glad it did. I mean, mm -hmm. there's no, I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better, a better pick. And I mean, you know, from, he was, he was uh, one of the co uh, competitors for the uh, Walter Payton award, which most players actually consider more important to get than even the MVP. Um, you know, he was a class act and I, you know, but for him to come back from the disease, I don't even know how to say it. I think it's B BGS or, or something. I, I'm like with that. you. I'm not really sure myself. So, but he, I mean, to come back, he played at a pro bowl level this year. He, you know, but still felt he didn't play up to his ability. So, you know, it just continues the trend of some really great players retiring by 30 or earlier. And, Part of that's just due to the fact that these guys are able to make more money. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought it up because I, I did it did kind of slip my mind. I know I was pretty stunned when it happened yesterday. Um, but right now we are joined by Eric Tr <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Eric Tressler tonight. Eric, how are you? I'm better than you're sounding. Yeah. I'm a, I'm all right. Something went down the wrong pipe. Uh but, uh, I mean, we'll stay on Travis, Fred, Travis uh, Fredericks, and obviously, Eric, I want your thoughts on this, too. This is a big blow for the Cowboys, and obviously, Fredericks' health is the priority here. If you feel he couldn't go at the level he thought he should be at, I, I understand it. 
But this is this is a huge blow to the Cowboys. I know they re-signed uh, Joe Looney, I think is his name. He was the guy who played center the year that Fredericks missed. But, I mean, you, you're taking a drop-off. Even if Looney winds up turning into a really good player, you're taking a huge drop-off there. And this, this is one that really concerns me because that offensive line was always something we could hang our hat on. And he was a huge part of the reason why. So I, it's very disappointing for me to see this happen, especially, you know, we already lost Myron Jones this offseason, which, which was a big blow. I like the fact that they signed HaHa Clinton Dix, but just by the – I mean, obviously they don't play the same position. And we needed a safety, which is great, but that's, that's still a huge blow there. And now, now no Fredericks either. It's, it's a little disconcerting there. But, Eric, what do you say? I honestly got nothing for you guys on, on Travis Fredrickson here retiring. Good for him getting out early, got some cash in the bank, hopefully. Um, especially these younger guys that are doing it seem to be the ones that are smarter with their money. Mm-hmm. I mean, as goofy as Gronkowski is, he was smart with his money. I, as far as I know, from what I've read, he didn't really spend any any of his NFL contract. He really only spent money that he made in endorsements. I mean, I think he's banked uh, more than a few million. He's doing all right for himself. There, there's no reason to keep beating your body up. Get out while the getting's good. If you got enough to, to take care of your family, to do right by everybody, and, and you still got your wits about you, good for you. More power to you. I'm, 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 you know, as far as a loss to the Cowboys, sure, it's a loss to the Cowboys, but, you know, I'm sure he'll get replaced maybe by somebody not as good. Maybe that hurts their line, but, you know. They weren't going to stay as one of the best in the NFL forever. So, um, you know, it's time. And, you know, we'll see if anybody else follows suit in years to come. But uh, they they still have a pretty solid line. So, I I don't know. I think they'll be fine there. Well, I definitely hope so. But, um, I mean, Eric, we're going through some of the other free agent moves that have happened in the last week. Maybe some we didn't talk about last week. Anything else kind of stick out to you? Over the last week. Yeah, I mean, you got you to talk about Newton getting released. He's got to go somewhere now. Um, I, I don't know why, but somehow the Vegas odds have Deshaun Watson as the starting quarterback for the Patriots next season. And that, to me, is just a little odd because, as far as I know, he's still under contract with the Texans. At so where's Vegas know that we don't know? Um, I mean, there's just the, the different things out there. I mean, if NFL-wise, a bunch of wide receivers just kind of going all over the place. You got – um, Anderson uh, from the Jets going to the Bucks. You got the Packers signing Funchess. You got you know Seattle adding Dorsett. The Jets had it went and instead of signing Robbie Anderson, just signed another fast guy in uh, you know uh, Rashawn Perryman. So it's just I don't know some of the wide receiver moves out there. Everything else has kind of been pedestrian. Kind of just waiting for the draft at this point. But who knows what the draft's even going to look like? I mean, everything's probably going to be virtual at this point, but. Imagine they'll still have it because they're the NFL and nothing stops the shield. That's fair. Dave, what do you say? Uh, I mean, I think the place to start off with is the fact that Cam got released. I mean, originally they gave him, him his agent permission to seek a trade and Cam came out for asking to do this. And then, you know, just two weeks later, they're, they're shipping him or, you know, they're cutting him. Um, I think that's just kind of interesting on whether it's a, you know, is it a money move? Is it, they're going to suck this year so that they can get like Trevor Lawrence next year. Like, 
I mean, they they're have just a lot playing of Bridgewater for twenty for twenty a year over the next three years. I don't think they're really planning on tanking. I think it was just a money move. Get rid of Cam and bring in somebody who is Cam esque, but you know, with less headaches. Well, I, I you stick with the headaches for a second there. I for some reason there was definitely a disconnect between him and the Panthers front office. It definitely seemed like because you heard the rumblings throughout the season last year that even if he was healthy, there were some in the organization who wanted to stick with Kyle Allen as the starter. So I feel like the writing was kind of on the wall here for a little while. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't think we really know, but I, I think that might have played into it more than the money. Well, Mike, just to go to that point real quick also, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Didn't want, uh, Ron Rivera just trade for Kyle Allen? He did, yes. sign him? Yes, he yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like yeah. you said, they got Bridgewater, and they apparently they had like five quarterbacks under contract. So just to throw, throw that out there. Yeah. And uh, Allen, I, I think he's just going to be competition at this point for uh, Haskins. I don't think he's really going to start again. But, Dave, go ahead. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think Allen's more there. So, Rivera has a guy that he knows and likes in case Haskins is struggling. But from everything they reported, I mean, it sounds like Snyder loves Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. He, he's the guy going into the year. And, you know, all things considered, it's not like the guy doesn't deserve a shot. He just, I think we can all agree he probably shouldn't have been tossed into being a starter. No, but. I agree. He handled it. He handled it better than a lot of people would have. Like I saw his record was what? Five and seven last year. That's not terrible. The talent that they have. That's mm-hmm. for sure. No. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, would, I, oh, I, I think ahead. where Cam goes is more of the question mark. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in new England, but I heard the same thing Eric heard, uh, heard about Vegas odds having Deshaun Watson being a starter. And there's one thing we all know is Vegas tends to know things that not the rest of us do. Well, I just want to point out that a few weeks ago, Eric told me that the Vegas odds were that the Mets were number two in terms of winning the NL. And I told him then I thought that was a mistake. So I, Vegas, I think you could take with a grain of salt. Yeah, they you get some things right, but they're human like everybody no, else. I said tied for second for the best odds to win the NL with the Braves. They were tied with the Braves is what I heard at the time. Well, again, I didn't agree with that even before today's news. Um, But anyway, going back to the Deshaun Watson thing, because I I think that's interesting. Because, Eric, like like you said, you know, he's still under contract. But I know, like, the hot – the hot take from last week was that Watson should ask for a trade after the the Hopkins trade. Something like this. I, I mean, I don't know if that really happens because I never heard of any problems between him and Bill O'Brien. You guys think that lends more credibility to that, though? Dave, I'll start with you. I mean, honestly, I, I think Bill O'Brien's just a lost child that has way too much power, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if he traded Sean Watson at this point. And Maybe he's trying to rebuild the whole thing or uh, tear the whole thing down and not, I mean, walk away from the wreckage. I have no idea what the man's trying to do, so I wouldn't be shocked by it. I mean, if New England's able to trade trade for him, he's got two more years left on his rookie deal. Like, he's got his fourth, he's got his fourth year and then he's got his fifth-year option, like, or however the contract is. But he's got at least two more years left, like, that's a steal at a low price tag, and then you just sign. Oh man, 
Yeah, I could see New England pulling that off. But I, like I said, I could also see Bill Belichick and Kyle Shanahan being excited about the idea of having uh, having Cam Newton at quarterback. But see, the question with a guy like Newton, I mean, you look at Belichick's system, very rigid, very structured and things like that. Do you think a guy like Newton would do well in a Belichick system? Like, do you think they'd be able to mesh together? Because I, I got to wonder if those personalities would just clash something awful to the point where Newton would be released after the first season. Eric, I'll start with you on that one. Yeah, I don't think they, they mesh well. Um, Belichick has a tendency to ship guys out who, who don't fall in line, and Cam's not a guy who I think is looking to fall in line. So – I just don't see that marriage working. If they could pull a trade for Deshaun Watson, I mean, that would be ridiculous. Bill O'Brien is a former Patriot, so there are some connections there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, that's where my mind's trying to go in, is what is Belichick doing behind the scenes um, to maybe get himself a quarterback? Because I really, as much as they're saying, oh, we're happy with uh, – Jeremy Stidham or whoever the hell they got there. Well, you got the last I'm name, I'm not buying right. it. Yeah, it's um, something with a J. Isn't it Jeremy? I'm pretty sure it's Jeremy. I, it I might be, be Jarrett. might be Jarrett. It could be Jarrett. It could be it's something with a J. Oh, that's all yeah, I know. And yeah, I, yeah. That's about as far as you're going to get with him because I don't think he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. Well, didn't, um, didn't he get benched after his first series? He got benched after his first series, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, but I mean – yeah, he. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know enough about him. I just know I've, if I'm not mistaken, may have played quarterback for Auburn in college. You you would know that one like better than us. I feel like he was the Auburn quarterback for a year or two. I again could be absolutely wrong on that. Um, but either way, I don't see him as a great NFL quarterback. Plus, this draft has quarterbacks. So if anything, if he can't pull off a trade for Deshaun Watson, I would not be surprised. Bill Belichick makes a move in the draft to get a quarterback because there are some, and I think he can even get one. He doesn't have to trade up and get to a Burrow. He could wait around and get a guy who's falling like a Justin Herbert, who last year was coming out of college would have been a top five pick, who's now looking like maybe top 15. So, like, you could pull off something for that a lot easier than trading up to one or two or three three to get either to or Burrow or whoever else they're talking about. I know there's a third quarterback there. Can't can't think of his name off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Herbert was, was the fourth on most tech charts. Um, but either way, I think that it's it, – I don't know. I just – I don't see Stidham working and the, the Belichick and, and those guys are going to pull something off to bring in a QB who knows what the hell they're doing to come start the season. Yeah. Dave, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I would have to agree. I think he'd rather Deshaun Watson um, over Cam. Uh, but I do think that there is the potential of that working. Um, but I think what, like Eric said, I think the most likely thing you're going to see happen is them make a move towards the middle of the first round. They'll give up like a first round draft pick next year that will still put them in, you know, the back half of the draft anyway, so it's not like they're giving up too much. And then they'll get the quarterback that everybody would be like, I can't believe New England ended up getting him. And then we're all going to be pissed and hate New England again within the next year or two. <laughs> um, just be, I mean, look, it's the only 
only franchise you've ever seen in NFL history to be this consistent over two decades. So uh, until, until Belichick's gone, I really don't, won't ever count them out and won't be surprised by them pulling off some things that just don't seem fair. Yeah, and I, I think what will play a big factor in it is how long Belichick wants to stay in New England. Because, I mean, the one thing you always heard about Todd Brady is that he never took the max contract deal. So if Belichick only wants to stay in for a year or two to prove to people he can win without Brady, then I think there's a better chance of him going after a guy like Deshaun Watson. But if he, if he plans on staying there long term, then the idea of trading for a guy you're going to have to break the bank for in two years, I don't really think that's going to appeal to him. And, and then I think you see what you guys were talking about with the draft coming into play. But if he only wants to be there for a year or two, get one, go on one last ride, and then ride off into the sunset, at least out of New England, then I think, you got, then I think the Watson deal is more in play than would be if he wants to stay long term. So Here's the question for you guys, though. Sure. Who has I'm going to run down a couple questions. Who has more wins next season? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers led by Tom Brady or the Bill Belichick Patriots? With the rosters as they currently are constructed? Yes, but knowing what you know about Belichick and I mean listen, just put your knowledge to it. Just think about what Belichick could do or couldn't do. He has the current roster but he also has, he he's you got to play his smarts into it, too. Hmm. Honestly, I'm going to say Tampa Bay would have more more wins, but, like, one more win. Yeah, I think it's going to be close one way or another. I mean, it's, it's – So, hard. give me a record, Dave. Give me, give, me, give me some records. Just early throw them out predictions for next year if you think they're about to win apart. Nine and seven, eight and eight. It's fair. Ooh, bull. I, listen, I think you're low on both of them. I'm just going to be honest. I could see – I think you're low on both. I think the Patriots could be like a 10 and 16. And you could see a Tom Brady-led charge Bucks team to like a tw- like an 11 and 5 season. So I, I think you could be right with the one-win difference. I just think you're a little low on the season totals. Well, I think another thing that plays into it is you look at both divisions right now. Like obviously you got the Bills – making their moves, the Jets, unless they drastically do something with that offensive line, because I don't know how you guys feel about the guys they signed, but I'm not really impressed by them. And then they, now they have to add another wide receiver because I'm not impressed with Brashad Perriman either. Um, and then the Dolphins are still there. They've gotten better, but they weren't great last year, so God only knows what they'll be. And then you look at the, the NFC South, Panthers are taking a step back. Still got the Saints. Breeze is still there, so they're still going to be a powerhouse. And you got the Did Falcons. you say Tampa took a step back? Um, I meant Carolina. Did I say Tampa? Okay. Yeah, I, I thought you said Tampa. I, I could be wrong. It, I, I think I might have. I think you're right on that. I did mean Carolina, so my fault on that. Um, I, I See, it's hard for me to bet against the Patriots because it is Belichick, but it's also hard to deny that Dave has a point with what he said. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you ten and six for the Buccaneers, but I'm gonna say nine and seven for the Patriots and there's still a lot you of You were right in between me and Dave. You went in that sweet meaty middle of me and Dave. <laughs> well, I mean here's Exactly the- exactly in the middle. You couldn't be more wishy washy there. Anyway, <laughs> next 
Next no, no, question. no, 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 no. Let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. All right. Let me rephrase it. Who is more likely to win their division, Tampa Bay or the Patriots? I mean, based off of that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this first. I'm going to say the Patriots simply because you still have the Saints in the NFC South. They're not going anywhere. So I can't hand it to the Buccaneers just yet. Uh, yeah, all right, putting Brady there changes the face of the franchise, no question. But you still look at a franchise that hasn't done anything over the last decade. It's like Evans is a good wide receiver. He hasn't taken that step forward into being one of the elite wide receivers yet i mean i hope he does because i am a fan of his but Mike, I, what do you mean he, he's the only wide receiver besides randy moss to start the, the first six years of his career with over a thousand yards i think he did that's that's good i'll give you that but i mean how many drops does he have every year though listen he he's a he's a stud you can't yeah, argue he's that a great, he's Dan, a great what about you receiver. who you got who you got Ramper, patrick and Jameis winston I mean, wait, didn't he have Jeff Garcia at the end of his career or something? I mean, he didn't have like Jeff Garcia. He didn't, he didn't have Jeff I know, Garcia. I know. I'm just, Come I'm on. just trying I was to saying, those guys have nothing to do with whether or not he catches the ball, though. I mean, it's great that he caught the ball enough times to get over 1,000 yards, but you guys know he always winds up leading the league yeah, but, drops. But the drops. But the difference is this year, he's going to have Brady throwing to him, but Brady's not going to throw 30 interceptions. Brady's not going to make 30 passes that bad. You know, he's not going to be Jameis Winston. So you, you're going to see more production. I think it – and he spreads the ball around. Both those tight ends, Cameron Bray and O.J. Howard, are going to get a workout. They uh, – I mean, they, they've got an offense there. Dave, though, what, what are you thinking? Were the Patriots more likely to win the division or Tampa? Because i got to be honest, without Brady in New England, I think they're vulnerable. I'm leaning more towards Tampa because all they have to do is edge out the Saints. And you never know what could happen division-wise. They could end up splitting with the Saints in the division, and then it could come down to the rest of, you know, the tiebreaker scenario come the end of the season. So, I, I don't know. Dave, what do you, what do you think, though? I mean, in all honesty, I really do think the Patriots have the better chance to win the division, and it's because of the Saints. If it wasn't, and I mean, look, I think Miami's going to be better. I think we all can agree on that. But how much better are they really going to be? Like, that's still a young team and still a team that needs to learn how to win. Um, you know, Carolina will be easier, but because of the Saints, or I'm sorry, then we don't know, like, really the Jets have done nothing to make you think they're going to be that much any better. Yeah. And then you look at the Bills, they were fighting the Patriots for the division only until week 16 this past year, and that was with Tom Brady. So, I mean. I just find it funny that we haven't know. mentioned the Falcons once, and they just signed Todd Gurley. I thought yeah, I mentioned but I, the Falcons have been so inconsistent, just so disappointing. You're they, telling me that Julio and Matt Ryan and those guys can't put it together for a season? I think they oh. can, but they haven't really gotten back to the level they were playing at before that Super Bowl, though. Listen, that was a heartbreaker. You got to understand the wind that came out of their sails after that loss. No, I get it. It, it. That's a devastator. That that's that that's as as bad a loss as you can have. On the That's biggest why I think stage. They yeah. I yeah. think they, I would, I'd feel better about them if they got rid of Dan Quinn. And that's not to knock Dan Quinn. I don't think he's a, a bad coach, but 
I think the impact of that Super Bowl and the tremors felt throughout the organization from it, you had to make a change, and you're not going to get rid of your franchise quarterback. So the next route to go is your uh, head coach. Those are your two faces. I think I think they should have moved on from him going into this year. No, I agree with that I, um, because the fact is, like, he's done a good job, but I think they need someone to get him over the hump. And one way or another, I think part of the play that you've seen from them, part of the inconsistency, you have to think maybe they lost a little confidence in their coach there. So I give you that. But I, I want to rebuke something here because, you know, we're talking about Brady and obviously one of the most revered quarterbacks in NFL history, no doubt. Eric, I, I could be mistaken. I, I – I remember after the season, you talking like you thought he was done and the Patriots were done and all this stuff. And I'm not saying he is, but I don't think we're going to see like the best Tom Brady. I think we're going to see a good Tom Brady. But at this point, I think it's fair to question what type of Tom Brady really is coming to Tampa Bay. So that's why I can't say they're going to, you know, I can't put them as more likely to win the division over the Patriots right now. Let's be honest, I don't think either one of them win their division. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's very possible neither of them do. Eric, you want to close yeah, it no, out? I, yeah, no, I agree with you guys. I, I think it's very possible that neither the Saints or the uh, Patriots win the division. I just, you know, listen, Bills are on the come up. But Tampa Bay is looking better. Yeah, I know it's not Tom Brady at his peak. You are not going to get it. You know, listen, goat Tom Brady. Uh, but if he gets seventy five percent of that, it's still better than what James Winston was giving you. If that guy could throw thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions, I'm putting Brady down for forty five and fifteen next year. That's just me. So I, I think with huh? that, I think forty. If James could do thirty and thirty, I think forty five and fifteen is easily in Tom's reach with those weapons <laughs> in the red zone. You have Mike, Mike Evans is like 6'4", or 5", I believe. You have Cameron Breed and O.J. Howard, who are both, if I'm not believing, over 6'4", themselves. You have monsters that can, that can go up at any point in the red zone and get a, bring a ball down for you. It, it's, I think they're going to be an interesting and fun offense to watch this year. If you look at the points that the Bucks were able to put up last year with Jameis, and you, add, you take out Jameis and you add Brady, it's only going to get that offense even better. And I think that's going to motivate the defense. When you have a guy like Tom Brady, when you're bringing in somebody who could put, you know, the ring is down on the table and be like, hey, guys, you want one? I want one more, too. Like, <laughs> he's, Tom Brady's there to win. I, I, I don't believe he's coming back strictly for the paycheck because I don't think the $25 million no, a no, season no, no. or $20 million a season is make-or-breaking the rest of Tom Brady's life. So I truly think that he wanted to give himself somewhat of a challenge out there. He picked an offense with some good weapons, two solid tight ends. Um, I, I think that he, it's a good situation. He apparently respects Bruce Arians. They have a good relationship. Um, his only request I thought was interesting as well that – I don't know if you guys heard this as well, but his only request to the team after signing was that he wanted the phone numbers from uh, and names of phone numbers of every single person on the team. Well, that was I his mean, only request. That's all he wanted. I mean, that makes sense to me because he's always been anyone who's played with him teammate wise. I don't hear. I've never heard anybody knock him. 
So that makes all sense in the world. I'd never accuse him of just playing for a paycheck because he definitely doesn't seem like that type. 45, though, that just seems a little high to me. I don't know. I'm not saying 35 to 40 is out of the realm of possibilities. I'm just not ready to say 45 yet. Dave, what do you say? Yeah, I think 45 might be a little high, but I also do not think it's wrong to believe that they may he may hit 40. But I do think 45 might be a little bit high. Yeah, I agree. 45 is not breaking the record, though. No, it's not, it's not like I'm saying he's breaking records here. I'm just saying he's putting up a lot of points. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I think, I, I to go with Dave, I think 35 to 40 is a little more realistic there. 45 just seems, I, I again, not out of the realm of possibilities. I won't be totally surprised if it happens, but. Any other moves stood out to you guys? Either one of you guys. That's all I got for you. I gave you everything I got. Nice. <laughs> Dave? Um, honestly, man, it, it's been uh, kind of disappointing. There's not really much going on, not much really to talk about. Um, I mean, I know you want to get to the Mets stuff and time's starting to run short, so you want to dive into that. I don't know if really wanting to get to it is the right word, but... Yeah, I don't think any of us really want to get to it, Dave. <sighs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Eric. Thanks, Eric. <sighs> I mean, you guys saw... I, I'm just going mean, to ignore that, and I'm just going to say, leave it to the fucking Mets. There is nothing else going on baseball-wise. We haven't heard a peep out of freaking baseball since Chris Sale, which we all knew he was going to need to have Tommy John surgery. That got announced last week. And then out of the freaking blue today, Noah Syndergaard needs Tommy John surgery. <sighs> I just, it's just very depressing. And the idea that you know, it just... It, I just, I'm just very upset about that right now because I've, I've always held Noah Syndergaard in high regard. I feel like that was the one thing we had over most teams was the idea that if Syndergaard's right, you got two aces there. I know Eric probably disagrees with that statement, but I still look at him in that caliber that he could get there if he's right. I know he didn't have the best season last year. But the idea that now Marcus Stroman, Rick Porcello, and Michael Waka are now going to be counted on even more than they were before. I mean, I like the idea of having either Walker or Steven Matz in the bullpen. That's gone. So now the bullpen's going to be that much weaker. The rotation's that much weaker with those guys needing to be relied on now. You know one of them is going to go down at some point in the season, and the Mets don't really have any replacements for them in the minor leagues. So, yeah, I mean, Eric, I told you a couple weeks ago, I thought that Vegas prediction was a little high. I've always believed the team has more talent than you've really ever given them credit for, but this don't exactly help my case. No, and it definitely didn't help their Vegas odds, which I'm sure are down now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, big blow to the Mets sucks for them, especially on days where the Yankees are getting good news about injuries. And, you know, as, as sad as it is to say, this delay in the season has actually helped a team like them because I agree. Apparently, Stanton's Stanton's calf is good to go now, from what Boone says. Judge apparently also had a partially collapsed lung on top of the broken rib. Oh wow! And the lung is healed, and the rib is healing good, so he he's on track. Like so, they're getting good reports, and the Mets are dropping like flies. 
So it's, well, it's, don't go that far I, yet. Don't go. It's only one. Don't go that no, far No, but yet. like you said, now this takes a strength of theirs and makes it a weakness um, because, like you said, they don't have that depth in the bullpen now that you were hoping they'd have. So I don't think you can replace a guy like Syndergaard. So really you're going into the season with DeGrom and Porcello and, and we're hoping for the best with the rest. Well, I think Stroman – I do like Stroman. So I and I liked that move last year, and obviously we talked about it when that happened. I'm not ready to call it a weakness just yet. It did get weaker, and like you were saying, that was the good thing of everything that was going on. Now guys could get healthy. Uh, Stanton, Judge, you didn't mention Paxton, who I know was going to be out until early May. He can now come back. Conforto for the Mets, you know, he'd be able to come back. It was it was a good thing for that, and then this winds up happening. So uh, I, I I think it sucks, though, because as much as I, I thought Stroman could have a good year, the idea of higher expectations now on him kind of scares me a little bit because he's always been good when he's been under the radar, but you put the high expectations on him, that's always been when he's kind of faltered. So there's, there's that. Dave, do you have any comments on that? It's the Mets, man. Oh, thanks. Mets. Uh, I mean, I, uh, that's the positive part for me about calling myself a Mets fan, my friend. The, the downfalls, the negatives, the bad seasons, they they just go right by. It's kind of like in one year, out the other type of situation for me. So, maybe next year. <laughs> See, I can't throw – I mean, not that I was thinking that we had a chance at the World Series, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. Because this is bad, but this don't kill the season. At least I don't think. So I can't, I can't bury him just yet. But uh, that'll do it for me on that one. Eric, you got like, like Dave said, we only got about seven, eight minutes left. Dave, you got anything, anywhere you'd like to go? Um, honestly, I can't say there's much. Um, your cousin just hopped in the chat if, if you want to throw him a, a chance real quick since uh maybe he didn't know we were starting so early but well i'll tell you I what i mean cousin david is always in the chat room and yeah we don't really have a lot of places to go right now so i'm gonna bring him on cousin david you there i am here david how you doing buddy pretty good you yeah everybody too- staying safe quarantined at home <laughs> same here been working from off the left side What'd you say, Eric? You said locked inside. Hmm. Yeah, I love the idea that this is a quarantine, yet you can still go outside your house if you want to. That's not a real quarantine. But anyway, Cousin David, we talked some NFL free agency. We talked about Syndergaard going down with Tommy John surgery today. Anything you'd like to bring up for us to talk about? Um... You guys talked about. Yeah, I threw him on the spot. Uh, you guys talked about Brady all already and Belichick and and all that stuff, all that good stuff. Well, we didn't actually touch on the the supposed drama that started back in 2017. If that's what you mean. The that's ESPN. true. Yeah, that's ESPN. true. I mean, it's it's kind of tough to talk sports because everything's kind of canceled except UFC. <laughs> well, even they're pushing stuff back, truthfully. So, 
Yeah. Did I not hear? Did I hear? Did I not hear? They're gonna air, they they might air WrestleMania on free TV. No. Uh, did I not hear that thrown out there? What you might have heard. Had. What? Yeah. No. But what you? What I think you're talking about? Because I don't know if they're airing actual WrestleMania on free TV. They're rare. They're airing past WrestleManias on ESPN. Like I think WrestleMania 30 was on this past Sunday. Okay. Maybe that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that. the thing we got the sports right now. I mean, unless every now and then, I think uh, on Sunday too, didn't ESPN two do the Ocho, where they were showing you the marble races and the and the dodgeball and all the all the weird wacky stuff. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta kind of catch that stuff when you can. I'm almost in DVR the next time, just so I have something to watch occasionally. But. uh <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that guy called the Marble Races, but he he he's fantastic. I mean, I've never been more into a marble race in my life. I can't say I've ever heard of a marble race. <laughs> it's the most important thing I've ever seen. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's something when you got nothing else to watch. Mm, yeah. Um. Well, I'd tell you what. I mean, technically, we have five minutes left, but. If if nobody really has anywhere else to go from here, um, I I think we should call it a night right now. Um, Listen, I just want to say that I, I applaud us tonight. I am yeah. so happy. This show made me happy tonight. Let me tell you why. We didn't mention that other nonsense going on. Maybe you guys did before I got on a couple of minutes before I got I think on. The quarantine was. But there's so much. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's good with me. I gotta tell you, there's so much craziness, sadness, all that going on in the world. Just to get away for for even forty minutes and uh, and and just talk some sports just helps the world feel normal. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I'm happy to be here with you guys this week. No, that's good. And you and me didn't get in, into one fight tonight. We didn't throw the show off the rails. Look at that. Hey, listen, I, I, yeah, it's <laughs> a weird, wild world we're living in. We're, mm. we're adapting week by week. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. is funny because last week my mother hopped on the show real quick. She doesn't like us fighting. She doesn't like that. So she hopped off the second she heard us going at it again. Even though she came, <laughs> she came on at the tail end, and if she stayed on for two minutes more, we wouldn't have been going at it. But she don't like that. She don't like that. She gets defensive. Love my mother. Uh, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad she should be defensive. That's 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 good. She yeah. should defend you. Mm-hmm. Listen, right. my wife defends you too. She can hear me yelling sometimes, and she'll she'll be like, "Listen, you gotta you gotta tone it down." And I'm like, "Listen, I, I know I get a little I get a little too amped hey. up." And she listen. There are times there are weeks she's like, "Listen, just try not to yell at Mike too much tonight." Oh, that's like, nice. I'll try, but I can't. I, I gotta throw I a shout out. I can't always help it. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't always promise her. Well, so, no, I mean, I'm with uh, you. I hope I'm your mom you. enjoyed tonight at least. Yeah, I, I don't see her in the chat, but she'll probably wind up catching the replay. But I want to give a shout out because Eric celebrated the one year anniversary of his wedding over the weekend. Dave, you and me were both there. So, congratulations for making it one year, buddy. I know you're going to make it a lot more than that. Thank you. Thank you. Mm hmm. All right. Congrats, Eric. Thank you, sir. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right. Let's do last words here. Cousin David, thank you for joining us the last few minutes. And thank you for always joining us like you always do, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you to Cousin David. Thank you to all who listen. I know 
Fife is a is a listener too, and you know your mom. Oh, happy anybody birthday to Fife, to by the way. Happy birthday to yes, Fife. Yes, happy birthday. It's his birthday yep. on Sunday, mm-hmm. so happy birthday, Fife. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Dick. Yeah, no, I was gonna say uh, I, I'm loving how this is wrapping up. Happy birthday to Fife as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to give cousin uh, cousin David last words if he had it too. I think we kind of cut him off there. No, no, loving the show. Happy to be on. Uh, I'm sorry I got on late. I didn't realize you guys were doing this early, but I always try to get on every Tuesday because uh, it's a fun show, and especially the last two weeks, it kind of keeps kind of keeps you know with things going on and with the, all the major stuff going on we, we don't want to mention it, it kind of keeps us kind of keeps us talking on other things which is good which a is sense of nor- a sense of normalcy yeah. correct, correct. Mm-hmm. all right uh dave hastings final thoughts hey man nothing better than doing this on tuesdays and uh yeah until next week gents eric tressler stay sweaty my friends you stay sweaty too, buddy. And I am your host, Mike Agliolaro. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here. Dave, Eric, Cousin David, love you guys. Thank you to everybody for listening to us. No matter how you're listening to us, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, tune in. Thank you all for listening. Everybody stay safe. We will see you all next week.